Welcome to a special edition of the Bill Bennett Podcast. I'm Claude Jennings. We have a full episode we're going to release uh, really soon uh, where we go into emails and Bill shares his thoughts on the news of the day. But uh, no greater news right now than the Supreme Court uh, overturning Roe versus Wade. And so we got together uh, early on a Saturday morning uh, to piece together a special episode of the podcast so you can hear Bill's thoughts on this decision. But first, a word from our sponsors at ExpressVPN. So have you ever browsed in incognito mode? It's probably not as incognito as you think. And why would it be? Incognito mode, like the Chrome browser itself, is a Google product. And Google has made its fortune by tracking your movements online. There's even a $5 billion class action lawsuit against the company in California where it's accused of secretly collecting user data. That's right. Google's defense, incognito does not mean invisible. So how can you really trust incognito mode? So how do you actually make yourself as invisible as possible online? You use ExpressVPN like I do. Turns out that even in incognito mode, your online activity still gets tracked and data brokers still get to buy and sell your data. One of these data points is your IP address. Data harvesters use your IP to uniquely identify you and your location, but With ExpressVPN, your connection gets rerouted through an encrypted server and your IP address is masked. Every time you connect to ExpressVPN, you get a random IP address shared by many other ExpressVPN customers. That makes it harder for third parties to identify you or harvest your data. Best of all, ExpressVPN is super easy to use no matter what device you're on, your phone, your laptop, or even your smart TV. All you have to do is tap one button for instant protection. So if you really want to go incognito and protect your privacy, secure yourself with the number one rated VPN. Visit expressvpn.com slash Bennett and get three extra months for free. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash Bennett. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bennett to learn more. So it's the day after uh, the abortion decision, the removing the federal protection of abortion and sending it back to the states. This is not the end of abortion, obviously. Most states will permit it. Uh, almost all states will permit it up to a certain point. Everybody knows about this already. I just want to stress a few points, a few conclusions I take away. One, uh, there's, it strikes me, Claude, it's kind of muted. It's not crazy, uh, the reaction. You know, we're going to burn your cities down. Maybe that'll come, but it hasn't happened yet. And, of course, the hottest day was yesterday, right? Right. Yeah. Well, as of, as of now, I mean. As of now. Yeah. Interesting when it came out. I mean, it came out, was it mid-morning? Friday, uh-huh, uh-huh, which is a uh-huh. time where a lot of folks aren't necessarily paying attention in the summer. Um, and so it could take a day or two. I will say this when it comes to some of the reaction. Um, you know, we talk a lot about, uh, you know, corporations and corporate America, you know, leaning one way or the other. Tons of organizations, whether it's Netflix, Disney, yep, yep, yep. exporting goods, and we will pay for any employee to travel wherever they need to travel to in order to get an abortion, which my wife brought up a great point last night where that sounds good on the face, but I'm not sure if any women who's even contemplating that decision 
would want to go to their employer and ask, you know, yeah. can I get that benefit? I mean, it sounds good, but an application, well, it sounds good if you're on that side, but I mean, I'm not sure if the application of it is anything more than just kind of, you know, posturing and, and, and sounding good. I'm not sure if, if, if anyone will actually. Take it's a very good point. Your wife made uh, smart. Uh, as of course she is maybe not in her decision to marry you, but otherwise very <laughs> No, no, she did very well there. Well, yeah, let me say, let, let me say a couple things. Um, I think she's right. Uh, second, these corporate types could not wait to, uh, jump on this and be as woke as they could be. Uh, and you know, not, not only has the academy turned out people who are changing the workplace, the heads of these companies now to me resemble college presidents kind of feckless and easily intimidated and go with the flow, you know, but that aside, um, let's remember that what is it? Some 60 or 70% of abortions are now done by pill right. uh, early on. Uh, so uh, wh- what effect is, uh, what effect is the decision going to have on that? I think very little, very little because those pills are taken early on. Right. And in, in the period in which in almost all States uh, it's permissible, there are two abortion pills that a woman can take up to what is it? 10 weeks. Yeah, it looks like it's ten weeks mm-hmm, from their last period. After big, after mm-hmm. their from their last period. Cycle, yeah. Okay, and and I understand that that pill is the main way that people are aborting now. Uh, yeah, they account for more than half of all abortions, and that was uh, that was documented in February twenty twenty two. Okay, so I think that's that's right. That's correct. Now, where you have close to absolute prohibitions. And that's just, I haven't surveyed it, but it's just, I think one or two states, it could be an issue, but it's not a matter of going to the doctor anymore for most women. Uh, it's taking a pill early on. Again, I think it's kind of muted. I, I, I see your point. It's early and it's, you know, we had not in the full heat of summer yet, but there were big crowds right. in New York and in Washington, uh, especially New York, but there was, I think very few arrests, very, no violence. Uh, we still worry about Supreme Court justices, obviously, but that bill has passed and that protection is now offered. And I'll give one kudo to the president in his speech in which he talked about what a terrible decision it was. He said, let's be peaceful, no violence. And that was very important. Uh, that was very important for him to do. The other thing is I, I'm struck by how quickly the media, a lot of the major media has moved on to guns. And the gun bill, which passed, which isn't much, I, I, I don't think I disagree with a lot of it. Red flags, you know, you can't uh, purchase uh, certain weapons to you, 21, other things. Uh, no no ban on, on assault rifle weapons, by the way. But I noticed that a lot of the major news media, which, you know, leads to the left, is, is, is talking about this and celebrating it as a victory for Biden, which suggests to me, they don't want to be in the defeat mode. They want to be in the let's win mode. Look at what a great thing the president has done. Let's move that to that topic, to that right. subject, uh, as they're thinking about November. Uh, anyway, I was I was struck by how quickly and how often um, the major media moved to the gun, uh, the gun issue. Uh, so that, you know, I mean, the Roe v. Wade was, you know, a substantial part of the lead into the news. But then other things uh, came in. And I thought this was just going to totally occupy uh, the news attention. When you look at both of those uh, gun legislation and and um, you know the abortion uh, ruling with the Supreme Court, it, it's interesting because you know when you look at the um, the midterms coming up, you know Democrats who want to uh, kind of tie themselves to the presidents, 
to president don't have much of anything regarding victories over the last two years. And even when you look forward to 2024, there isn't anything you can point to as far as victory, number one, as far as the president doing anything um, worth anything for most of the people on the left, uh, number one. And and then two, uh, there isn't anything to kind of stoke the fires or stoke the flames to get the upset or angry voters out. And so on two ends, you've got number one, the Supreme Court decision with abortion that could mobilize uh, leftists to get out and to vote um, where before they didn't have the motivation. And then two, with the, with, with the um, gun legislation can point to, well, here's something good that the administration, you know, did in the, la- in the first, you know, two years. And so, I, and so I think the push is, you know, people will be, those who are going to be upset about the Supreme Court's decision will be upset uh, about it and will mobilize and, and will, and, and, you know, will march and they'll, they'll, you know, use social media. They'll be in the, they'll be, try to stay in the front of people's eyes. The media, I think their pivot to guns has the left media anyway, has a lot to do with, with that legislation has a lot to do with here. Like you said, here's a victory. And so you've got one victory. Here's something we can point to that got done in the first two years. And then here's something we can be upset about. And the upset crowd, I don't think, needs the media right now at this point with social media. And they'll get enough attention if they march enough and and protest enough. Yeah. uh, Okay. fair enough. Good. Um, Good. Good. Uh, I think also, uh, let me just mention, lest I forget, very interested in their ruling that will come down, I imagine, next week then on that uh, football coach who kneels in the middle of the field. You know the case? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, He doesn't ask his players to. He doesn't coerce his players to. He just does it himself. Uh, but he's on public property praying. Mm-hmm. I think that's a slam dunk for him uh, and for the court and for religious freedom. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm watching that one. I'm watching that one too. Can I just uh, add this to yes, right with that? And, 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 and I know you'll, this will resonate with you, but anyone who's been in the locker room, especially with football players, you know, prayer isn't something that's foreign to these guys. There are no, locker rooms, all the teams, Professional football teams have had chaplains. I know the former chaplain of the, you know, well, they used to be called the Redskins, and I guess they're the commanders now. But, I mean, I know this pastor who was chaplain for that team. Like, they have chaplains on the team. But, again, and you know this from, you, you know, you follow sports, you talk to these coaches, you know players. You know, prayer with teams, especially, and I don't, I, I, basketball, I, I, you know, I don't know, but especially when it comes to football, that's not foreign. And and if and if a team is okay, and this, if a player is complaining about it, and the player wants a coach to stop, okay, that's one thing. But just to watch it and think, oh, this guy shouldn't be able to do this is is ridiculous. It's, again, it's 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 what it's what do you talk about? Well, I guess what Joe Farkas talks about, and he talked about this on the last show. You know, when you step outside of some of these cities where everybody looks at everything as a political thing, and you go to you know to Boise, Idaho, you know, you go to Denton, Texas. These boys are on the field before practice on one knee and they pray. I mean, we have a little league team um, that I'm helping a friend out with in uh, in Columbia, Maryland. And we open and close each practice with prayer. And it's not a And if any parent or kid doesn't have a problem with it, they don't have to do it. But everybody just bows their head to take the hat off. We have no yeah, clue what everyone's religious affiliation is, but everyone's fine with it because they understand what we're doing. I remember Irving Crystal, a uh, revered man, father of Bill Crystal, who's I can't understand has drifted so far left now. He was my chief of staff and was a great one. And now he's way over there on the left. But his father, Irving Crystal, uh, talked about going to school as a young uh, Jewish kid in uh, Brooklyn. And, uh, you know, in the early 20th century and saying the Lord's Prayer. Mm-hmm. And he said, never occurred to me to object. And I certainly don't think it did any harm. 
know? Right, 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 right. But the point you make is, is a deeper one, which is that it shows, again, the bifurcation of the country. In some ways, the balkanization of the country. You've got people to whom prayer is very natural. A lot of these kids who are playing sports are praying at home, going mm -hmm. to church. Mm -hmm. And then you've got people who are attacking this to whom prayer is, it's a virus. It's a what? It's a foreign thing. They just, you know, we, we've never seen more people in this country who don't believe in God. Right. There's a atheism, there's agnosticism. Well, hell, I don't know. Uh, and so it's very foreign to them. But you know, if you look at the origins of this republic, it's a Judeo-Christian tradition. Mm -hmm. And when you say Judeo-Christian, it's pretty hard to keep uh, religion out of it. I remember talking to some teachers in the schools about, you know, to keep all religion out of the public school classroom. I said, well, how do you teach the history of Western art? You know, yeah. for 1,500 years, <laughs> Western art was Madonna and child, you know, <laughs> and, and you know, Bethlehem. And I mean, just... You know, and saints, one, you know, you couldn't teach Western art and you couldn't teach Western literature right. or Western philosophy. Anyway, that, this is all about this coach out there in the state of Washington kneeling. And um, we shall uh, we shall see what the court does on that one. But I'm interested. You know, people have been saying, Claude, that 60 percent or 65 percent of American people uh, don't realize that when the court made this decision that they weren't outlawing abortion in toto that they didn't realize it was going to the states i, I don't think that's true hmm. i think a lot of people do did realize it's going to the states i think this partly explains what i was uh, saying up front which is uh people are restive and they're unhappy uh many uh, who oppose the decision and they're trying to make a big deal out of it but but the violence isn't there and the trigger isn't there and i wonder if the trigger you know, was pulled in May with that leak. Mm -hmm. And that in some ways, it, it seems to me, the kind of outrageous stuff I saw from May is worse than the stuff I've seen over the last 24 hours. You see my point? Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. But we have a lot of time. We have a lot of time. Um, okay, okay. 24-hour news cycle still moves on. Who knows what the summer, you know, what, what July is going to look like. But, you know, to be honest with you, with it coming in the summer, it could be great timing. I mean, people are still living their lives. And we talk about this a lot with, you know, Joe Farkas and Brian Kennedy. People are still living their lives. People are still going on vacation. People are still with their families. And again, you know, like you said, when people realize um, or they, I guess, they already that is back to the states. They look to see what their state does, and people vote with their feet. If anyone's upset about Alabama or Texas, they can move, and um, they will then have to weigh other decisions, state taxes, and we'll see. Welcome your comments and your emails. Elaborate, challenge, uh, take us up on this, and uh, we will continue to uh, monitor the situation and release mini pods if uh, if appropriate. Otherwise, we'll uh, pick up with a general pod next week. I think next week, too. I want to talk, Claude, about uh, teaching American history. Okay. We're doing something for Governor DeSantis, and I'd sort of like to think if we might be able to make some of what we're doing there available to our, to our audience. Sure. Maybe we sure. could record it and see what people think, okay? Absolutely. Thank you so much for listening to this special edition of the Bill Bennett Podcast. Again, uh, we've got another episode uh, that we're going to release pretty soon where we take a look at your emails, respond to those emails, share thoughts on other news uh, that's making headlines. Feel free to share your thoughts at BillBennettPodcast at gmail.com, and we'll catch up next time.